This week's episode of Probably Science is brought to you by Wondrium, who have thousands of audio and video learning experiences to feed your curiosity. And right now you can get a free month of unlimited access to their entire library if you go to wondrium.com slash probably. That's W-O-N-D-R-I-U-M dot com slash probably. Probably Science. Hey everyone, welcome to Probably Science. I'm Matt Kirshen. I'm Andy Wood. Hey, it's it's a double friend of the show, returning friends special episode, everyone. Yes. It's, I know. So um, I, I'm just going to jump straight into it. it you, you know Jordan Morris, you know Sarah Morgan. You probably know that they both were involved in making the audio comedy podcast bubble. And you might remember from when Jordan was last on the show that they... We're in the process of developing that into a comic book version of Bubble, and they've ahem, only gone and done it. Ahem, graphic novel? Oh, have Sorry. I fucked up? <laughs> both <laughs> are fine. Both, both are fine. Both work. <laughs> but it is, it is both a book and, uh, and a graphic novel and a comic book. Uh, it is. It is a. It, you can get a. You can get a hardback or a softback. It is two hundred and seventy-two pages. It is one complete story. So it is not a. You know, two ninety-nine. You know, floppy comic that you would get on a rack. So you know, technically, it is a graphic novel. But I think people in the business, you know, like the term comics and are happy to use it. I'm happy to use it. But um. Uh, but there, but yes. If I think if you wanted to be a little more descriptive, you would say graphic novel. But the the thing we made is comics. And the so. important thing to know is that it is not floppy. Yeah, it is not floppy. Uh, it is very firm, <laughs> filled with blood. <laughs> Did you describe this? And as it a is ready to fuck you. Turgid graphic novel. Yeah, it's a thick, sweaty was, graphic I, novel. I was just about to jump in and say the thing about graphic novel is it sounds classier. Uh, and then you started going on about cocks, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now I get it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that makes and so much can... more sense. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a comic, found... it's a graphic novel, it's like a kinder surprise, it sounds like lots of things in one, but actually it's, yeah, it's just a book, really. It's just a choking hazard. It's, it's very much a choking hazard, and do not stick a, 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 any part of bubble in, in a dolphin's blowhole as much as... <laughs> You might want to. Oh, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, no, was that a callback to. <laughs> yeah, I thought. It's, yeah, what is. I, that? Which I, I just laughed at I, how random and insane I, I that was. was. Isn't that like an urban legend of like stuff that. Yeah. Stuff like that that gets thrown the, in the. Kinder egg. You throw capsules. it away and then it gets. It's, it's like the, um, <laughs> the cans, the six pack plastic. Yeah, round ducks. Will yeah. Definitely kill us one. Yeah, listen, we, 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 we're very proud of the bubble comic slash graphic novel slash mm-hmm. book, and we think it's something that, you know, if you if you purchase it, you'll want to keep it on your shelf forever. If mm-hmm. for some reason you don't, you know, give it away, donate it to your local library. Do not throw it in the ocean. It will get stuck in a dolphin's <laughs> blowhole. Um, or around Lord the neck of a sea turtle. Don't ha- yeah, it, yes, exactly. It will get stuck in a sea turtle's nose. <laughs> So yes, dispose of bubble properly when you're done with it. <laughs> Give it to a friend. Do not flush bubble. This is the thing. People, no. people think you're meant to flush bubble. You're not. You wrap it in tissue. You put it in the bin. <laughs> you're making me wonder if I've been disposing of all my books incorrectly. It's just a weekly been, process of throwing away hur- books. Have you been hurling them in the ocean or flushing them down the toilet? 
we do have the annual bonfire. Oh, I'm sorry, the weekly bonfire here in the desert. <laughs> right. Yeah. But that's got a bad carbon footprint, so it's no. Yeah, no, that, that's okay. That, that's safe as long as you first check it for hedgehogs. Yeah. Yes. Gen- genuinely, we've been we've been uh, working on this thing for like a couple of years now, including through the very strange period of history we just lived through, and it's published tomorrow. 13th of July, so I don't know when this episode's going up, but our publication day is tomorrow. So this is, if we sound giddier than normal, I think it's because we've, we're at the end of like, we're just so excited that it's finally out in the world and uh, uh, yeah, a choking dolphin. Well, there we are. So that's nice and quickly so that you can get that day one initial sales bump. Yes! You need, you need the probably science bump. We want a smite, baby. A- we're on a prob science uh, super spreader event. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you know what um, if you'll have like a subdivision within graphic novels that you could be not that you couldn't be number one in everything on Amazon mm-hmm. but like um, like I just bought Tom Sharpling's book and that's number one under rock band biographies he's not a rock <laughs> band but you know I don't know if you cho- choose that thing so that you could have you know to be the top of some subcategory yeah you know no I mean under? that's uh, great and, and I, I think you're right that any you know any any bragging rights are good so yeah let's let's think what ultra specific subcategory <laughs> it could go into is there a sci-fi comedy gig economy satire gig economy, super gig best economy. friends uh super best friends hipster monster slaying uh <laughs> great coffee donuts great coffee <laughs> there's there's mentions of all these things yeah, these are all things that are mentioned in the book. Donut there's robots, robots. There's yeah. arterial blood spray. Um, baby goats. Yeah, I think baby goat baby mentioning goats. baby goat mentioning oh, graphic baby novels. Baby goats. Oh, there's of course there's baby goats. I don't think I'd have come on board had baby goats not been included in there. I can't see. Are there any places that have samples of the interior artwork on the Amazon page? I'm not seeing. I'm just have, seeing the have, cover. Have we not so I have shared, to wait till I... shared the uh, graphic novel with you. Oh, I don't have it. No, I mean I'm gonna oh, buy it. Well, don't well, worry. I'm gonna Oh you're very sweet. You don't have to you don't have to send Matt me. Matt Kirshen got you know freebie, I'm gonna buy it. You know, that's British people for you. <laughs> and Andy if hey, for Sarah, you want to some of my now. friends are British. Don't you say that. <laughs> Andy, I'm sticking it in the chat. You can take oh, there's the whole the whole fucking okay, thing is right there. We're teasing the listeners who can't click on that link. Yeah. But you but know, I'll what? If, you, them... if you go and buy a paper one, not only uh does it look great and read great, uh it also smells great. Like I just it does it. smell good. It smells so nice. That may be solvents. I may just be getting high <laughs> sniffing my own graphic novel. But <laughs> another Ooh, this reason looks why amazing. you should definitely give it to children. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The uh, the we should say the art is oh, by yeah. uh, the great Tony Cliff. Uh, he does the Delilah Dirk series, um, which are kind of a historical swashbuckling all ages adventure um, that I would maybe guess some probably science listeners are familiar with. Um, And the colors are by Natalie Reese. She does the Dungeon Critter series and she made it look all uh, kind of pastel and psychedelic and uh, and uh, a a little Jack Kirby esque, I might say. Mm. So. Mm. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it was they were they were. It was really cool to work with those two, just kind of genius comics folks. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, they made it look real nice. This is so cool. I can't wait to dig into it. Um, if I get a paper copy, obviously, I'm not going to see... I might see Jordan more more uh, soon, but, uh, Sarah, I'm not going to see you in person for a while because we're stuck in different countries. So can can you just describe to me how to do your signature? Um. Oh man, well since if you genuinely want my signature, how many book plates did we sign and for which store in LA was it? 
Jordan. Oh, we did this the, beautiful uh, thing we had to do because we don't get to do a virtual launch event. We have uh, we sent a load of book plates around the world from me in London to Tony in Canada to Natalie in another bit of America and then you in L.A., Jordan. Was that the order we yes. did it in? And it was we did, so yeah. nerve wracking when someone sends you at great expense 500 little bits of paper that you have to sign and not write anything weird <laughs> or spill anything down it. And then just the temptation just, oh, I'm just going to draw dicks all over this. Ah, what have I done? <laughs> I've ruined this chain. Stay I, uh, cool. I got- I got barbecue sauce on exactly one of them. <laughs> so, so uh, if you, it's uh, the bookstore that uh, you can get those from is called Brookline Booksmiths. Uh, they are in Massachusetts. Uh, if you just Google them, Brookline Booksmiths, you can you can get that uh, signed by everybody version of it. And which are uh, rare? If, they are rare because and we just couldn't tweet us. Tweet me if you get the barbecue sauce version. That is, the, <laughs> that is possibly the most rare. The most rare copy of the book. It's the upside down airplane of the oh, yeah. autograph. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> did you, so did you all sign the same plate? Did you like, you've got a stack of them, you signed them and then they got oh, passed yeah. into no, the, the next the, person? Sorry, did I not make that clear? There was a chain involved. Uh, wow. So who was, terrible. what order were they in? Because I would be so much more nervous if I was the fourth one on the chain. Yeah, so I was the, the first one, I think because they knew. They kind of sensed what, how in my head I would get about the whole thing. Uh, so it came to London first, and then I then and then had to UPS it around the world. It was to Jordan, wasn't it? And then uh, yeah, then Tony, then Natalie. So poor yeah. Natalie probably had the most terrifying. But also, they they clearly went with the the irresponsible writers first, and the careful <laughs> artists second. Oh, yeah, and thought that. <laughs> The people who were like really good at not screwing up drawing. (laughs) It was a, it was a white knuckle adventure. And by the way, um, the podcast is still the full feed of that is still available. Am I, do I have to delete what I just said? Is that not true? No, no. Yeah. So if you, if you want to listen to the podcast as well, bubble, it's still up there. And I think as of this release, there will be a, uh, a new episode. The first new episode in a long, long time is up there in the feed. Uh, it is an episode we recorded live at uh, SF Sketchfest a couple years ago. It is canonical. It awesome. is, uh, yeah. It is. It is a proper part of the continuity. Um, the bu- the bubble verse. The bubble verse. Yes, exactly. So yeah, there's a yeah. So the if you want to listen to the podcast, it's uh, it's anywhere you get your podcasts. And uh, there's a there's a new episode. It's uh, it's got a great cast. I'm sure it's people um, that probably science listeners know. We got a. Alison Becker, we got a Cristela Alonso, Keith Powell from Thirty Rock, Mike Mitchell from The Doughboys, and uh, just uh, guest star after guest star. Mm-hmm. That's is there any medium that you won't tackle with Bubble? No, any medium. <laughs> Cakes? Who, who's got a cake? <laughs> pornos? <laughs> Get oh, at wow. us! How Get at we, us, pornos how companies. Have we never discussed what the porn parody of Bubble would be called and involve. <laughs> how has this oh, not yeah. been a conversation? <laughs> Yeah, uh, if there's any if there's any pornographers out there. Yeah. I think we might have one or two pornographer <laughs> yeah, listeners. Right? We're very into Must... how you would do biotech suits and monster slaying. Um with, yeah. with fucking. Because I think <laughs> you can buy those two things. I think I think what pornography is missing is world building. Yeah. And I think that is something we're good at. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Back, sad tragic backstory. And well, yeah. and and uh, and uh, and weaponry that you can sort of you know catalog and file. Yeah, this seems like this is 
listeners, if you want to collaborate, <laughs> you know where to find everybody. Uh, don't don't be don't be shy. It's COVID times. So everyone's got to make a buck. So. Yeah. <laughs> Pornographers, reach out to Porn- us. Pornographers, ethical pornographers, please. Ethic, right, of course. Yeah. And cake decorators. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and any any, any cake smiths, and uh, yeah, if we can if we can combine the two, if we can slip the cake into the pornography somehow. Um, yeah, you know, you you got to you got to build the brand any way you can. Yeah, I guess Fudgy the Whale could just be rotated in some other orientation. And to Fudgy be made the Whale just sounds disgusting anyway. <laughs> yeah, Fudgy the Whale is a sex act that What'd happens. What did you do last night, Fudgy the Whale? <laughs> no one really does that. <laughs> Thank you. It's one of those myths. <laughs> Once a year on my birthday, the wife lets me do the old Fudgy the Whale. <laughs> I think we're due for a return of the geographic sex acts. I haven't heard, you know, have you heard one attached to a specific city recently? It's been a long time since that was a thing. Huh? Oh, like yeah, Cleveland, right. I don't know. Uh, your Shreveport caper toss. Your, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your, uh, sure, your, uh, your, your, your D- Detroit skippets. Yep. <laughs> Wilkes-Barre log flume. Mm-hmm. Oh, wasn't there Lon- London Bridge? Which was uh, Fergie from the Black of Peace misunderstanding a bridge in London. Is that right? Wait, you mean, you mean the sex act of the London Bridge? Yeah, there was, a, there was a Black Eyed Peas song, or it might just have been Fergie solo. Uh, don't at me, Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> is, is, is the sex act the Black? Is the sex act the London Bridge where you don't get the thing you thought you paid? Yeah, for? Yeah, it's when you get a slightly different bridge to the one you think you're buying. Yeah, <laughs> when you're dis- when you're disassembled and partly reassembled in Arizona, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, that's yeah. some that's some kinky shit. <laughs> I don't London Bridge, it. Fergie. I've got to check, but yeah, it's it's the shape of the bridge that she thinks she's making with the sex act is actually a different bridge in London. Oh, okay. I've always been confused about like the Tower of London is a bridge, right? Yeah, that's the one no. I think she's. Well, well, the ta- Tower no, 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 Bridge ta- is, is oh, a bridge. Sorry. Tower of London and is a tower. <laughs> okay, but it sorry. but it is sort of next to it. Yeah, is that where the jewels are? Yes. Allegedly. Okay. There's ravens and jewels, yeah. Wait, no one knows? I thought it was a place no, you no, go and look at the jewels. I, I, listen, I'm not going to give a, a foreigner information as to where queen. Wait a minute. So, My stash so, of gems. You guys, got, you guys got crown jewels. You got Big Ben. This is a horny country. What? Yeah. This is the... Yep. What a horny nation. Everything's, everything's innuendo. By the way, a, meat, a comedian... Meat pies? <laughs> a, a comedian friend of mine lives in the Tower of London, or at least did until what? recently. Huh? Do you know Tom Horton? Is he a raven? Yeah, he's a <laughs> raven. He a he's, a, he's a friend of mine. He's a comedian. Yeah. And he's a raven. Sorry, I mean, and he, if ravens he, can't be comedians, I mean, they just need to get more stage time. No, and, no, no. no he's, you, know, yeah, you don't see you. them on panel shows yet, but we will soon, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. So far, only beef eaters. <laughs> oh, you know, they're in a lineup and there's like five beef eaters. You're like, Jesus, come on. Bangers and Mash. You have was, the horniest country. I couldn't believe you left out Bangers and Mash. I didn't want to like step on it. That I was like, yeah, that's uh, right there. That's... Yeah. Uh, but but Tom Horton's dad was like the head of the whatever the British version of the head of the cheap combined armed forces, like the most senior military person in Britain. And then his retirement job was to be the guardian of the Tower of London. Hmm. Wow. I mean that's so, a safe gig. Like, it's no a very one's safe going gig. to try a heist on that, <laughs> aren't they? 
Yeah, I think that Mr. Dominic Toretto might. I was going to say, Mr. Dominic Toretto might try and prove you wrong. <laughs> Is this a Fast and Furious thing? Might be. Okay. <laughs> Anytime I don't get something that Jordan says, it's normally Fast it's and Furious. Fast and Furious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Sarah, someday you'll learn that one it's all about family. Why the hell watch those ten, <laughs> ten films? Uh, it is. It is now ten films if you count uh, Hobbs and Shaw, the spinoff. Do we count that though? Uh, I think so, right? I think it's in it's in world. It it uh, you know adds to the larger verse. Yeah, I do. I personally do. But if someone comes to me and they're like, "I don't count Hobbs and Shaw," I'm not going to have a big fight with them. Uh, <laughs> I, I was. Are you going to challenge them to a race around? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes, I cha- I'll challenge them to a uh, a short and dangerous street race, uh, presided over by women in short shorts, and uh, at the end we'll do one of those handshakes where we grab each other's forearms. <laughs> Does that have a name? That should have a name, doesn't? Shouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, what is that? It is kind of like it seems like it's maybe like. Viking y or Scottish. I don't know. I don't know it, where that comes from. It feels like you should be wearing utility kilt while you're doing it. Yeah. With no I think, underwear. Right. <laughs> I, and just just to be clear, you're talking about like the one where you shake right hands and then you use your left hand to hold the forearm, or are you talking about like actually forearm to like hand to forearm? Grabbing like your some... wrists or sort of, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like grabbing right below you each grab right below the other wrist. And you maybe go, ha, 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 something like that. Hang on, now I'm, now I'm confused. Wait, are I'm, you using I'm, both I'm, hands or I'm, are you just using one hand? No, you're using one hand. It's not. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I've just been tricked into making this very strange hand gesture in my own flat on my own. I've got yeah. one, one hand. My left hand is on the crook of my right elbow. Is that what we're talking about? And it, it does feel good. Wait. It feels like quite bro-y. Wait, you don't go all the way up. Just enough that if they were falling, it's like a cliffhanger sort of. Uh, if you're oh. trying to save someone, okay, right? so up the wrist, like right. be able to keep oh, Okay, them. okay, I know what you mean now. Right. All right, we should have saved this for uh, the handcast, which is our other <laughs> podcast that we've been doing all about handshakes. <laughs> when are you guys covering the stranger? <laughs> Do you both sit on your hands before that, or just one of you? <laughs> yeah, right. That's when you do the street race. When you do the street race, you steer with one hand, you sit on your own. <laughs> right. The other hand you sit on, and then when you get out, it feels like you're shaking someone else's hand. <laughs> it feels like the rock's wanking you off. Yeah, and then yeah. you jack off the rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you want to feel that. <laughs> yeah, you t- yeah, I don't know why you, want, you would want your hand to be numb for that. That's the <laughs> opportunity of a lifetime. <laughs> I expect he'd be really kind about it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, getting jacked. I mean, who's going to be rude about it? That's a good point. Yeah. But, but you know, I think he'd be you know, considerate. Guy. I'm sorry I'm about the clapping too. noise. That's me. There was a moth in my room. I'm a, uh, oh, I, I thought applauding. you were just giving the idea of the moth. Uh, yeah. The moth. Are uh, <laughs> <laughs> you telling me you're not looking at any notes while you're doing this podcast? No <laughs> notes at all? That's amazing. This podcast is true as affirmed by us. Uh, Andy and Matt, do you guys do? Have you guys watched the Fast and Furious movies? Have you seen the new one? I don't I've only ever seen watch, the first one. Yeah, I've seen one of them. I forgot which, but I was working on uh, which I forgot the name of the giant lot where the Jaws thing is. Where I worked in 2019. Uh, oh, Universal. Universal. Jesus. Um, while they were doing reshoots for Hobson Shaw, right next to the office I was in. 
and it was obviously a Fast and Furious movie based on the ridiculous cars, but they had one of those decoy production titles on all the vans. It was like oh, yeah. Rory's Bad Day or something. Like, maybe that was the Dark Knight's <laughs> one, but you know, it's, uh, uh, Goofy Babysitter or something. And I was like, why is there a Lamborghini in Goofy Babysitter? <laughs> the no- the <laughs> Notebook <ready> 2? <laughs> but I haven't seen any in, in a long time. I know that there is a Tarzan-like car that rides on a vine in one of them. Is that this new one or last one? Yeah, so in the most recent one, and you know, I would I would be curious to hear a scientific breakdown of how exactly this is possible. But I don't think um, we want to make this podcast about science, do we? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> come on, people is, come here for the people come here for the handshakes, but we sometimes slip some science in, <laughs> right? Much like um, the uh, MacArthur handshake, which is one of my favorite types. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matt, where did the MacArthur originate? Well, it's interesting you say this. Uh, It wasn't actually Uh, someone called MacArthur. It originated in MacArthur, Virginia, which is... Interesting, (laughs) interesting. Uh, So in the new Fast and Furious movie, during a getaway, uh, Vin Diesel jumps his signature, I think it's a Dodge Charger. I'm not a huge car guy, but I think that's like Dom's signature car. He jumps the Charger off a cliff and catches it on like a wire that was part of a suspension bridge that just collapsed. And the car, after it catches the wire, swings over a cliff and then somehow gets off the wire and flies over onto another cliff and then gets away. That seems fine to me. Yep. It's all pretty sound, right? (laughs) That could happen. (laughs) We've we've all been there. It's the power of family, guys. The power (laughs) of family. And I saw it with... um, I saw it with a couple of friends, and one of them, uh, I think, like Matt, had only seen that first that first Fast and Furious. Uh, so the gap between that one, where the plot is about stealing DVD players. Wait, <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, the first one, that's like it. They're like street racers who steal DVD players, and that like kicks off the action. And in this oh one, they're like God. destroying satellites. <laughs> they are well, they- flying into space to destroy satellites. That's incredible. I can't remember a time when DVD players were ever, I mean, even at their most expensive, they were like 150 bucks, right? Like, I think there was a was time a when that was like a prized, a prized item that you could fence. It was a little, you know, a little bit of a luxury item, maybe in, you know, 2001 or whenever when the, that okay. first movie came out. I don't know. Back when Netflix was literally just mailing out DVDs. Yeah, I guess... Mm. Wow, I got. I guess I got a lot, a lot of Fast and Furious research to do. After this. Yeah, you have. You I have get back into the whole universe. Basically, a day. Basically, a day worth of uh, movies to watch. Hey, do you know, Andy, I'll join you. Let's do. Let's do a watch along. Let's just watch all, all of right. them in a day. Oh God, I can't imagine anything worse. <laughs> if you sniff a brand new copy of Bubble at the same time, the the, the mm. high from that. Oh yeah. Um, we'll. Uh, yeah again everybody should follow the link we'll have in the show notes to this to get your copy of bubble a much better way to spend your summer than, uh, than, than emphasizing family and dvd theft what, what would take longer reading bubble at an average speed or watching all of the fast and the furious oh bu- bubble I, you could knock out bubble in an afternoon i yeah. think it's it's, it's and, and what would make you more likely just to yell at strangers when you leave the house after doing it <laughs> Oh, um, I mean, I think no matter what you do, just start yelling at strangers. Yeah. Either way, it's a good. Policy. I think people have missed that, and I think that's one of the nice things that's coming back. Yelling at strangers. 
Yeah, yeah. Now that we're va- now that we're all getting getting our vaxes, we can get out there and just start <laughs> terrifying people um, on I mean, the streets. Was a, we, we 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 previewed that in in this country last night with the uh, with the football. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Sarah, you're uh, you're you're doing this with a football induced hangover, know, right? Right. Was... Like in the olden days, I have a I have a classic hangover that I've cured with a can of full fat Coke and some uh, Reese's pieces. Um, would, yeah. would the hangover have been better or worse if the outcome were reversed in the game? Um, it's like Alien versus Predator. Uh, whoever wins, <laughs> we, we will poison ourselves. <laughs> we'll either be happy about it or sad about it. And we will, as a nation, not to you make know. light of our um, functional alcoholism, but as a nation, we will we will either drown or celebrate our, our sorrows. Um, yeah, it was, it was, I mean, it, it, it was, it was a... You know, I'm sure listeners probably need this explained to them because uh, why would you care about a sport that we care about in our country? But it is um, the uh, European uh, Football Championships last night and England got through to the final. Sorry, the England men's team got through to the final for the first time uh, uh, in a long time, I think 50 years, something like that. And um, wow. the women's team got through and got to the final in 2009. But, you know... Um, uh, but everyone sort of used this as an opportunity to try out socialising again and right. tentatively going out into pubs and um, seeing how it was being around other human beings rather than shouting at them on the internet. And actually, uh, it's been it's been quite lovely. Um, a very sad outcome of the game. Italy won on penalties, which is a shitty way to lose a yeah. football game because you might as well do a coin toss. Um, uh, there's all kinds of science into uh, why penalty shootouts are horrible nonsense um, but it was particularly heartbreaking in the case of the players who didn't make their penalties because they've been lovely national heroes this whole uh, tournament they've had to uh. change the mind of a lot of bigots in our country a lot of sort of horrible shouting hooligans have had to rethink uh, a few things because the wonderful young men of the England uh, men's team are you know, uh, they're young, they take the knee, they wear pride flags on the pitch, they support um, diversity within the fan base, they give their money to food banks, all the profits they made oh. from playing football will go into the NHS. They're like, genuinely, the England football team is like the opposite of the sort of hooligan um, oh, that's cool. Element. Yeah, it's great. They're like, like just, you know, they're, they're, there's a memes galore. I mean, like pretty much most of the team are kids of immigrants um so they've really just represented sort of the very best of britain at a time very best of england in a time when uh we don't have a lot to be proud about as a nation um so it was very very sad genuinely sad like i'm actually talking with genuine emotion here that that how Mm. sad it was that they didn't uh win the final but they you know what they won being super best friends and you know it's the friends they made along the way it is definitely the friends we we all (laughs) made along the way um so going to a pub last night and uh, drinking uh, ale from uh, pint glasses and, and shouting at, at, at things that were good was was yeah lovely. And why my voice oh, is a bit squeaky? Great. It was great. It was genuinely great. Yeah, uh, I feel slightly more like a person <laughs> having done it. And, and um, yeah, and hopefully not too much super spreading and and uh, uh, will have happened because of it. Um, actually, yeah, I, think I mean, what's I'm guessing you guys are at a better national rate than we are right now, vaccination wise. Are you? Or there's um, it's pretty close. Both countries are pretty okay. close, but the England's or Britain is well. The difference in Britain is it's more evenly distributed. Okay. Whereas in America, you've got I think it's like average in the high 40s, maybe low 50s, but 
that varies wildly from, you know, sort of Connecticut, which is in maybe the 70s or 80s, and then Mississippi, which is in the 30s. Yeah, it's and that's where the mini spikes are happening now. Is like yeah. five Weird, isn't it? in the south. The, the mini spikes thing is really interesting because some of it is coming from football. So there's these uh, from people gathering in pubs or for, in the Scotland game when a lot of Scottish fans came down to London, hung out together in you know Trafalgar Square and place to learn, then went back. Apparently there were all these sort of little mini spikes happening, and while scientists are uh, not happy about it, they're also finding it quite interesting to study because sort of. The, the British public are doing an experiment with themselves on what happens if you get a lot of healthy young men together to sort of raise herd immunity. Um, right. So it's, it's like there's nowhere else on earth is, that has the sort of level of football fandom that will be able to test this in the same way. So it's quite interesting. And the scientists are sort of going, well, we didn't, we wouldn't ideally want this to happen, but now we get if to... If you're running the experiment. Anyway. If you're running yeah, the experiment right. anyway, if you can't stop people from sort of gathering... Um, in clumps, uh, sort of some of whom are single jabbers, as we call them. Um, what happens? Will you know? Will they sort of? Is it better if they go off and have it, or, or you know? It's, yeah, it's it's quite an interesting uh, social study. Yeah, it's sort of like Texas and Florida were voluntarily doing a version of that oh, yeah, yeah, vaccine. Yeah. It's like, well, this is dumb. They're doing it, but let's at least yeah. use the data we get from it and see what happens. Mm. Well, speaking of social challenges and people uh, in, 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 expanding their minds, I just put a little wow, link great. there. In the, yeah, wasn't that, wasn't that neat? Know, Matt, that was lovely. Look, look at the little story that I just put in there that was also a new scientist, but it's behind the paywall. We've got to just pay for that paywall. I know we've yeah, had. Probably Someone could put together a supercut in the number of times oh. we've said, we should pay for the new scientist paywall. It? It's asking me to uh, want ExpressVPN. No, I don't. How do I turn that? Oh, maybe it's probably because I opened it in a dodgy link rather than a yeah, new scientist one. Fucking hell. But I'm, op- I'm reading this in iNewsly.com, okay, which I think has paraphrased else. the new scientist article. Okay. But fish brains grow when they have to think harder and shrink when in less challenging environments. Mm. The brains of fish grow larger when they have to think harder uh, and then shrink down again when they can sit back. Uh, so in- how do fish sit? So what's a challenge for a fish? <laughs> What 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 driving a chat yeah <laughs> Sudoku <laughs> You can't just put one in all the boxes <laughs> Man yeah so we could if for, if we could get if we could get some you know sudokus or you know maybe an older computer that played like minesweeper <laughs> down to fish we would have probably a problem with superfish real quick it seems yeah or well, the heads would just get so big that yeah aqua aqua dynamics of uh oh hang on this is the plot no of deep blue work. sea this is the what this is the plot of deep blue sea when they oh, make, right. when they make yeah, sharks super smart. They make oh, shit. yeah let's 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 protect samuel l jackson at yeah. all costs because yeah. <laughs> this because the smart fish thing just leads to him getting eaten and we need him He's got ten more Avengers movies to make. <laughs> right. It's LL Cool J singing about how his hat is a similar shape to a shark's fin. Oh yeah. That was in the great that was in the great era of after a movie you had someone rap the plot of the movie uh, to you over the credits. They did what that, a, uh, they did that so what well a time then. to be alive. Oh yeah, they just they just did that in um uh, Psycho Gorman. 
and that was oh god Psycho Gorman the best yeah I forgot if, has everyone here watched it yeah I watched it I haven't seen it no. yeah uh, yeah we, 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 we did we did, a, we did a virtual watch along um, yeah it was great so great yeah You'd love it, Jordan. Uh, yeah, yeah that's, and listeners, I'm assuming it's it's a good film. I think and, and there's a rap at the end of it. Yeah. yeah. I think the uh, modern, the most modern example of that is I think at the end of Venom, Eminem raps about Venom over the credits. <laughs> I don't know how much plot information you get from it, but I think he's kind of using the general themes of Venom anyway. Your Venomy confronting the hegemony. No. Oh, I just say anyway. pretty good off the dome. Yeah, <laughs> Four pints last night. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, I doubt that Eminem is rapping about hegemony, but I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know anything about Eminem. I can't think of anything that rhymes with venom right now. Yeah. That's why he's a genius. That's yeah. why nobody, nobody does. That's why he's that. got written on the back of his hand in that face. <laughs> Right. Mom's forgetting, etc. Um, <laughs> Got it, yes. By the way, did we lose I, Matt? Oh, no, I'm here. Okay. I'm here. Oh, sorry. No, I'm right here. He was, he was thinking of rhymes. Sorry. Is there a good rhyme for symbiote? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, interesting music trivia. Uh, Eminem's mom is actually just a really shit cook. Wow. Oh, oh. That's, you can't keep that yeah. spaghetti down. Uh, that's interesting. No it's just not good. nervous. It's just poor while. quality spaghetti. <laughs> Literally everyone just throws it up. <laughs> it doesn't matter whether you have to what rap you... anyone last night or not. Yeah, regardless of rap battle, everybody. That's right, I everybody. said rap anyone like a yeah. dad. <laughs> Watch out or you're going to get rapped. <laughs> Who are you rapping tonight, Marshall? <laughs> Marshall, I always forget that's his name. That's, and that's so a cast in a rap battle as well. Like, well, your mum, her pasta making skills are poor. <laughs> <laughs> you heard me. She's subpar Italian cookery. <laughs> and then everybody in the place just goes, oh! No, he went there. <laughs> <laughs> right, I, what are we saying about but her? Baking, but her baking is Have quite I ever told delightful. my... Uh, have I ever told told the story of the rap battle in London with maybe the worst rap battler I ever saw? Oh, I've no. told it on stage, but I don't think I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on this podcast because it was a. Uh, <laughs> there was. Did you ever come with us, Sarah? It was, I've been to some the rap jump off in central I, London. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think I, I don't. I think I would know this if this was your yeah. But you you, you would have you would have yeah. heard me uh, talk about it on stage. But this, I mean, I don't it was really this, listen at your. Game it was like else. London's. Uh, yeah, who would? Uh, <laughs> But it was like London's premier rap battle. I think it's still going. And like properly good people have come out of it. But also, I'm pretty sure it was like open sign up. So some of the people in there were not good. Uh, and these two guys who were clearly like bottom of the bill both look panicked. And the first guy just sh- like starts off and just starts off with like, I came here to piss you off. And then just got stuck and started shouting the same thing again and again. So it's just like repeating. Oh, wow. no. Well, I mean, that probably <laughs> I, pissed I probably, everyone off. Yeah. Mission <laughs> and then, accomplished. And then the second guy, which you'd think he'd have a fairly easy job at this point, because the first guy's being booed on his own turn. Uh, <laughs> it's oh. like already lost. But then the second guy looks even more panicked and just goes like, yo, yo, um, your dad's a wanker. <laughs> wow. Uh, 
I think when all else fails, just start rapping about Venom, right? <laughs> oh my God, uh, John Glenn, was... I can't think of anything that rhymes with. I came here to piss you off. Venom's alter ego is Eddie Brock. <laughs> Almost works. Is that the one with um, Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy, yeah. He came here to party. There you Okay, all right. See, we're getting there. I got one rhyme. That's, uh, That's all I'm you need. Ready. I'm getting ready for the open, open rap battle tonight at Pappy and Harriet's in the Desert. <laughs> <laughs> drop, drop, um. Tom Hardy, here to party. <laughs> hey, we're going to take a brief moment away from the discussion to talk about our sponsor. There are streaming services that turn our brains off that are mindless entertainment. And then there's Wondrium, which we love because they sponsor us and they're good. And those are two things that we enjoy. They've got thousands and thousands of audio and video learning experiences to feed our curiosity. We're curious people, Andy. Yeah, we are. I would definitely describe us as that. I mean, if I see something in the woods, I'll poke it with a stick. (laughs) Maybe two. Yeah. But now I don't have to, because there's almost certainly a documentary or some other video from Wondrium. Uh, you, you, you might remember that we had the Great Courses Plus as our sponsor. Wondrium is now the all-encompassing huge video service that includes all of the Great Courses videos, but also collections from Kino Lorber, Craftsy, uh, Magellan TV, which was the TV network set up by the explorer Magellan. Who's ahead of his time? He was extraordinarily prescient. And there's a, I've been watching a course from Scientific American on there that's Emmy Award winning called Mind Blowing Science, which is super interesting. There are episodes about decoding the puzzle of human consciousness, why your brain, need ex- why your brain needs exercise, and why we have pets, which is a super interesting one. Oh, uh, is, it, is it because the person you love brought a cat home and they gave him a name bef- and then eventually you're sort of stuck with him? That's pretty much what the episode covers, is that exact <laughs> scenario. Yeah. And, and, that, and now you have to grudgingly admit that you also love that cat? Is that what's oh, going on? Oh, does that happen at the end of that episode? It is, uh, yeah, I think, I think so. I love it. Where, you know, you take him to be neutered, and then you're worried the whole time he's at the vet, and you're not relaxed until he comes out from under the anesthetic, and that's when you realize you're kind of stuck with this pet. Is that, oh, is that what's in this episode? That's a, well, if you want to know the science behind why you're worried about that cat while he's getting neutered, Wondrium is the place to go. I actually, I actually do. I'm also, I'm actually watching, uh, it's another Scientific American series, examining, examining the big questions of time. And it's specifically mm. all time-based science, including the time travel questions, the twin paradox, is time an illusion? Ways of measuring time, the units of measurements of time. It's, it's all about time. It's about time. It's about, it's about time. time. It's about, about goddamn time. time. It's about time for Wondrium. And if you it, go to wondrium.com slash probably right now, you can get a free month of unlimited access to all of this. You can watch those Scientific American originals, Magellan TV, all of the original Great Courses Plus shows that you already knew and loved. Uh, it's just such a great way to engage your brain and, and feed your hunger for curiosity. That's right. Time may or may not be an illusion, but a free month of unlimited access is definitely real. If you go to wondrium.com slash probably, that was slick, wasn't it? That is W-O-N-D-R-I-U-M dot com slash probably. There actually is the first open mic post-COVID at Pappy's happening tonight. I just realized like nothing would stop two people from getting up and battle rapping during your standard open mic. And that would be kind of delightful. Yeah. As a little amuse-bouche. 
is the is the typical pap- so Pappy and Harry. It's it's a it's a like Palm Springs Coachella Valley institution. Uh, ahem, high desert pioneer. High town. desert. Excuse me, pioneer yes, town. Yeah. Um, and you know it's a little kind of like roadhouse themed restaurant that has like concerts, but also like open mics. Uh, how do you think the the like you know Tuesday night Pappy and Harriet's crowd would react to a rap battle? I think they would be on board. I mean, I've seen worse things here in the <laughs> desert. Uh, I was going to not name names, but who cares? I saw uh, the the base, a former bassist of Queens of the Stone Age. I was like, oh, I love Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, sure. But he's not known for his singing or guitar playing. <laughs> and I saw him at Lander's Brew, Brew Pub, and it was, it was subpar. Sorry, Nick Oliveri, if you're listening. It was... Uh, I was like, I guess we saw somebody who's associated with the thing we like, but um, stick to stick to bass playing. It sounds yeah. like I think he was kicked out a while ago. Anyway, ah, well, serves him but, right. So uh, Frederick yeah, Laberge, who's an integrative biologist at the University of Guelph in Canada, has centered on mind measurement in fish and the way it advantages them, particularly given how quote the mind is understood to be one of the en- most energetically costly tissues to preserve. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. In, in research posted on the preprint server BioRxiv. BioRxiv? Archive. Nah. Remember, no, remember RxiV is archive. Like Kai is in the Greek letter. That's, um, it's like a. Nah, like I'm a, pretty a, sure it's Rxviv. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, is the idea that, that that same principle is also true in humans? Like if we challenge ourselves our brains get bigger and if we just uh you know oh i thought you were talking about the x it. standing for a uh, kai like anyone oh, called xander is actually is actually chanda <laughs> kai, kai yeah as someone who's been made fun of for his big head his whole life uh i'm gonna choose to say yes that that i'm turning a negative into a positive do you do people make fun of your head, Andy? Well, I mean, not so much now that I'm an adult, but like it was it was always this size, and my body wasn't always this size. So it was, uh, <laughs> it was this notable notable discrepancy in sizes in proportions. So that was you do younger. have a large head, though. I have it's, seen you try to wear a hat. It's comical. Yeah, my dad played football in high school, and they had to take the biggest helmet and cut it down the middle and add a section. <laughs> wow. Oh, so it's genetic. So your big head is genetic. Well, yeah, we we are a big headed bunch, and I was a ten pound baby. It's like sorry, mom. He's 10 pounds, seven of that's head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but full of brains. There you go. Sure. Yeah. I have fish to say, when I, was, when I was watching those, uh, yeah, full of fish brains. Uh, when I was watching the, 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 the penalties happen last night and the, uh, you know, these, these wonderful athletes just, you know, just making a tiny error of judgment at the last minute. And this, this is not a piss take. Like, I'm not, I'm not burning you here. Like, it genuinely made me think of uh, the Charles Dickens incident on Jeopardy. Okay. You don't and have to see. Co- it doesn't have to come up every episode. My friend, <laughs> who I think is brilliant, going, oh. like, just this thing. And no, but I heard you talk about it on the show and i was like all you can do is be noble at that point and know that there are people watching who love you more because of it and that was how i felt watching those penalties like i just i wanted to give them a hug in the same way i wanted to give you a hug and go it's i actually respect you more now (laughs) well thank you if they could have just played like one of those things they clip out and put on instagram of me going american i'm so happy (laughs) because someone else knows that i knew eventually no i'm sorry for bringing it up i just had to mention that as as a uh as 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 as, as someone who i've loved i loved watching that run (laughs) and then and i knew something was up from your facebook posts uh yeah yeah. oh it doesn't i mean it'd be worse if i i was never going to get the answer so it doesn't really matter but yeah yeah 
anyway, so large headed fish. Oh, sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, I'm not trying to change I, No, has anyone else got any traumatic scabs I can just rip off while we're talking? <laughs> <laughs> anyone else got any wounds I can just prod with my dirty fingers? <laughs> I apologize, Andy. No, it's um, fine. Big headed totally fish. Yes. What, what yes. about them? There's some have slipped out of a hatchery and been residing in a close by lake. Well, they sound clever. Mm. Yeah, they are clever. So after seven months, the brains of the wild trout had been 15% heavier than the captive trout relative to their physique measurement. 15's a lot. The development spurt was restricted to their gray matter and did not have an effect on their uh, coronary heart or different... I'm sure that's meant to say organs rather than O, capital F-E-L, lowercase r, guns. What's happened there? Weird, (laughs) yeah. I thought it was a combination of like awful, which is like organ meat, right? But it's oh, maybe that's oh, what they were trying to write. Yeah. I don't know what that. Yeah. No. So the so basically, fish who are in captivity and therefore maybe not uh, as stimulated as fish not in captivity. Is that what they're saying? Yeah. Or the, that's what they're saying. Fish who are clever enough to escape from captivity and then just go fuck wild in a pond. Near the, I don't know what do, what do wild trout do that's so different to captive trout. Hmm. What do they get up to? I, I guess just because they have more threats, so they require maybe the rest of the article will tell more, us more. Uh, sedu- yeah, maybe they are. Sorry, we I mean, we've literally read that like, the first three sentences of this oh, article. Yes. We had important shit to talk about. Well, uh, so so this this change is not everlasting, by the way. It, their mind measurement elevated in the autumn and winter, and then decreased in the spring and summer. Ah, oh. lake trout really desire cooler waters. So when the ch- when the okay article yeah, when no, the okay. chilly chills. What is this when the when that? the chili chills the lake <laughs> in the slithy? Uh, is was, this uh, Jabberwocky or what's the poem? The poem right. The <laughs> was this was this article written in another language and then put through Google Translate? <laughs> I think it might literally be that. Which, <laughs> we got to pay for new scientists, is what it comes down to. Yeah, the fact that this article is also in New Scientist or a different version of this article is in New Scientist makes me more confident that what we're saying is true. Because if I had just read this on this page alone, I would be like this. When the chili chills the lake, they can, they, can, <laughs> they can forage for meals nearer to the floor and shore. It's, it's Do it, so. So the idea is that spring and summer are the stupid months. Yeah. This creates an little, extra aggressive yeah. and advanced atmosphere for them, requiring extra gray matter. Right. In the chili chills. In the chili chills. <laughs> Do you guys have plans for the chili chills? Is that too far? Out? I don't like to make plans that far. I just out. don't I want to make a big thing of it this year. Right. I just want to like stay home, chili chill out, forage for meals near the floor. Yeah, <laughs> do some spawning. Love to spawn. Love oh, to yeah. spawn. This is the best. Is that what Post- you were doing? It is. That's what I was doing with the rock. <laughs> <laughs> Do a, do a little spawning with my good friend Dwayne. Is this, there's a, a quite a graphic picture under this that is. Yeah, this picture is very. Is that, um, a, bra- is that a fish brain I'm looking at here? It's bigger than the fish, though. Oh, these are two different pictures. These aren't actually in the same frame. Okay. Hard to say. One looks like a sort of um, a real life Billy Big Mouth, like Billy Big Bass, the singing, yeah, yeah. The singing fish. It does, doesn't it? It's sort of like attached to a plank. Yeah. Oops. Um, Sorry, I was trying to look at the article, and then uh, oh, an uh, ad started playing. Uh, I thought it was a fish. I thought it was the Billy Big Mouth fish talking. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't singing "Take Me to the River." Sarah. <laughs> 
weren't there two song choices in Billy Big Mouth? I know we're not ever going to finish this article, and I'm sorry. Um, wasn't there a second? This is my challenge. This is the challenge. We're never going to finish this article. It's going to kiss you. I thought Didn't that was the game. Also sing, <laughs> it's saying, "Don't worry, be happy," or "Take me to the river." Right? right? Don't worry, be happy. I think maybe. It seems weird that there's one river themed song and one un- unrelated to fish yeah. habitat song. Yeah. How many rivers? I mean, songs a singing there, fish. That's weird enough, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying I just want a little consistency with the songs that you know, Billy Bass sings. Yeah. I want some thematic consistency. What? Excuse me, sir. I bought this fish from your store and you're going to have to sit down because I have something to tell you. <laughs> you won't believe it. I'm fine with one of the songs. <laughs> the other song, however... <laughs> Per, per the internet, it says uh, he sings Take Me to the River and Don't Worry Be Happy, though earlier models only sang Take Me to the River. Ah. Upgrade. Oh, I guess rolling rolling on the river, the, you know, uh, Cre- Proud, Creedence Proud Clearwater song that, yeah. uh, you know, Tina Turner made more mm-hmm. famous. Yeah, uh, old, man, old Man River. Moon old Man river. river, sure. I think, yeah, uh, Moon River would be especially creepy if they had like an Audrey Hepburn style voice coming out of it. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, there you go, Big Mouth Billy. A lot of a lot of great options that you just said fuck it to. Right. <laughs> okay, I think we should. I'm not trying to be the taskmaster here, but yes, you're right. We should finish. <laughs> no, I think we should just keep coming up with uh, okay. river-based songs that this. Uh, <laughs> Listen, it's what rhymes with venom. What songs have river in the title? Oh, by the way, I think I think you could probably have when I'm. What is when I'm? The, the word oh, when venom. and then I'm. As oh, an internal yeah. rhyme to rhyme with venom. When when I'm when when, when I'm going to venom. When yeah. I'm wearing the... denim. Oh, oh denim! Denim is the perfect. Yeah. yeah. And the human gym. <laughs> no, no, that's not right. Fuck it. Human genome. Human genome. It's pretty good though. It's like not perfect, but it's good. It's yeah. good. It's certainly good. Hmm. Now I'm just trying to think of things that I, phrases that end in them. <laughs> oh yeah, apostrophe em. Um, Elliot Denham was great in trading places. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot Commodore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so these trout, uh, <laughs> their brains. Yeah. So I don't know where we were, uh, guys. It's been a little. This is what happens. We take a week off. I think. Um. So yeah, the brains grow when they are confronted with extra advanced environments. Uh, where was the chili chills? Okay. When the chili chills the like, they can forge from meals <laughs> nearer to the floor and shore. That yeah. creates uh, that creates a extra aggressive and advanced atmosphere. What is this article? Hang on. Uh, I, that can requires I, I, extra gray matter. I scroll down. This bit just jumped out of me. Um, uh, scientists in the Czech Republic mentioned brown trout grew to become less energetic and disturbingly dependent when put in water containing quantities of meth. Equal to what's discovered in freshwater rivers, the cognitive talents of our marine neighbours could also be beneath assault. Okay, that's another weird translation. As separate analysis signifies lake trout have gotten addicted to meth, cocaine and different medication. This article's just Hmm. flipped over to now these intelligent fish are junkies. I think this literally was translated a couple times. (laughs) So wait, is the? Do you think it's the? Maybe it's the meth that's making them intelligent. I don't want to like uh, encourage yeah. listeners to try meth. That is but, what I've heard about meth. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. we're saying it's the stimulation, but I mean, where's that stimulation coming from? You yeah. know. 
so do meth if you want a bigger or at least heavier brain mm. in the, right. in the only in the chili chills though. <laughs> <laughs> Doing meth in the chili chills. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty fucking kick-ass weekend to me. Yeah, I don't know. Do we bail on this, Matt? Um, I think we could. Do you want a story about bendy ice? Bendy, bendy ice. ice. Yeah. Sure. But hang on. Do you want bendy ice, the frozen material, or the wrapper? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a story that has both? <laughs> Can curl and uncurl without breaking. Oh. Yeah. There's a picture of it as well. When grown in tiny strands, ice... This is a New Scientist article written by New Scientist and published on New Scientist. Yes. But not behind the paywall, weirdly. No. No, their paywall is only for certain articles. Can we translate it into Italian and then back into English and then see how it reads? (laughs) Do you want to try that while I start the story? Ooh. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll do one. I'll do one paragraph here. And uh, yeah, how appropriate that we're having an ice story about after a story about the chili chills. Yeah, <laughs> right. And about meth. Oh yeah, that's so, great. So, when grown in tiny strands, ice can bend and then snap back into its original shape. These microfibers are the most flexible form of ice ever made. Most water ice is extremely rigid and brittle, breaking easily rather than bending. However, a single long crystal of ice can be far more flexible. Limin Tong at Zhejiang University in Hangzhou in China and his colleagues have used this quality to fabricate the most elastic water ice ever close to the theoretical limit of how flexible it can be. They made their fibers using water vapor piped into a small chamber kept at a temperature of minus 50 C. That is chilly and electric- chill. That is chilly chill chill. An electric <laughs> field... <laughs> uh, is, I mean, that's minus 50 is chilly chill chill. That's yeah. like, you know, below regular chilly chill. An electric field in the chamber attracted water molecules to a needle made of tungsten where they crystallized to build fibers up to a few micrometers in diameter. They then cooled it even further to between minus 70 and minus 150 and measured the elastic strain of the fibers, which is a mean of, of assessing how much material is being bent and deformed. They found these fibers were more elastic than other water ice structures that have been measured. Some could be nearly bent into circles and all of them snapped back into straight lines afterwards. Previously, the largest elastic strain experimentally observed in ice was about 0.3%, but now we have 10.9% in ice microfibers, more bendy than ever before, or than ice has been before, rather. The theoretical limit for the elastic strain in water ice is between 14 and 16.2%. So this is, that's, so they're, they're like, you know, three quarter, two thirds to three quarters of the limit. Yeah, these pictures are insane. I can't believe that that's ice that we're seeing bending almost completely back on itself. Mm. Uh, when Tong and his team examined the ice strands in detail, they found hints of the presence of a second form of ice that is denser than the type of ice making up the majority of the fibers. The stress on the bent part of the fiber may have driven a transformation in the ice, which means these fibers could potentially help us understand how such changes work. And then, mm. should we do the last one in, in Italian and back? So, here's what I came up with. So, here's, <laughs> so I translated a sentence from English to Italian, Italian to Icelandic, and Icelandic <laughs> back to English. Here's what I got. They made their fibers with water vapor, which was transported to a small chamber maintained at negative 50 degrees Celsius, an electric field in the chamber attached water molecules to a tungsten needle where they crystallized to form fibers down to a few micrometers in diameter. Pretty solid fucking That's translation. Really <laughs> That's almost... Yeah. Hi- Hang yeah, on, I don't know how that happened. Pretty much identical. So, yeah, has I, uh, Translate just changed the way it works now. 
yeah i don't know how the yeah maybe it has maybe translate is uh uh yeah, is has changed somehow to or eliminates those hilarious mistranslations. But uh, I think mm. this version is worse. What do you mean? I think I like I liked the version of Google Translate where everything was a little off. Oh, the version, uh, the other article. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was kind of into that. So yeah, yeah. I wonder but if it, maybe different it's just strokes. Like, is it a season? Like, does Google Translate work better during the warmy warms? Is that why? <laughs> yeah, it might be. Maybe... Yeah, we're in the warmy warms. <laughs> so. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I was uh, just. I was. This is this is uh, something that your your, your uh, listeners might be interested in looking up in their own time if they're fans of um, badly translated interviews. Uh, there's a fantastic uh, clip of uh, French and Saunders, who are beloved uh, comedy performers in the UK, uh, reading a badly translated interview with Madonna. Um, that that's a, pretty. I don't even want to sort of start pitching some of the stuff from it because it's just it's just a, it's two friends reading this article and getting hysterical. Um, <laughs> and I'll just say, Google, frankly, if I go on YouTube and just put in French and Saunders Madonna interview, and then find me on can... Twitter and say you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed laughing. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> Do you guys want to talk about the extreme heat we're going through, or Richard Branson's m- <laughs> maybe space mission? Or no? Okay, okay. Sorry. No, no, uh, no. I'm happy to talk about like... it as long as you don't be making that noise. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, uh, I, I, I think it's fun to sort of make fun of your your billionaires for what are essentially just like um, really high jumps, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> so there is an the- article. What's the what's the, the distance into space that he went not being the same as what, what Americans classify as space? Yeah, it's technically not space, yeah. according to NASA. Yeah. Here's the Jalopnik article about oh, it fantastic. that I just dropped. Oh, brilliant. Fantastic. Yes, Richard Branson yes. didn't go to space, yeah. <laughs> so he went 53.5 miles into the sky on Sunday, short of the Kármán line, uh, which is 62 miles above sea level, which I believe is 100 kilometers, right? And that's generally agreed to be where space begins. So not... Technically space, but spacey space? Spacey space, <laughs> right, right. Uh, That's the edgy form of space. <laughs> yeah, he surpassed 50 miles above sea level, above which NASA gives out astronaut wings. Oh, bless! So if it's oh, about, bless! If it's about basically <laughs> like getting enough skee-ball tickets to get the spider ring from Wow. wow. <laughs> you got a little badge. Oh, there yep. you go. With a sticker from the dentist. Yeah. What a prick. Sorry. <laughs> um, interesting. He wants know this. to buy the NHS. That's why British people aren't fond. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just think it's interesting that his whole. I found uh, Tubular Bells by Mike Oldfield at a thrift store recently mm. and bought it just, just for the trivia thing that that's the album that sent Richard Branson to space. Like, that's. Uh, yeah. He didn't even want to be in the record business, but like he liked this thing. I guess I'll start a label, and that was the record that took mm-hmm. off. And if it weren't for that, he wouldn't have gone 53.5. Miles, 45 years later or whatever. Yeah, and it was the soundtrack to The Exorcist, which proves that right. the devil is real. Thank you. Wow. It backwards, yeah. yeah. Or and now he's, in, now he's in space. Now he's, no, well, no, he's not, unfortunately. He's just, just outside space. Just, <laughs> just almost, barely. <laughs> but he did get some, a sticker from NASA. But according to this Jalopnik article, I didn't know this, there's no official American government definition for where space begins, apparently in large part because the government doesn't want to define it because it could possibly change with technological developments. Oh. So we so, could all just say we've gone to space. American space, because there's space. no definition of it. So even if we accept the 50-mile rule for argument's sake and say that Branson was indeed in space, where he spent about a minute and a half before falling back to Earth, 
which is the functional equivalent of having a layover at JFK. This is Jalopnik's article. Uh, and then claiming you could in New York City. Um, that might technically be true, but simultaneously be complete hogwash. Um, instead, I hereby propose a simple, achievable definition of, quote, going to space, which is that you must orbit the Earth at least once while you're up there, something that Branson did not do. Again, this is all per this Jalopnik article, mm-hmm. but I think that's a, I think that's a reasonable... I'm sorry, yeah, my cat's, being my in cat's orbit. just coming uh, from the rain, furious. Uh, so that's oh, that, that squeaking noise you can hear. Boo ah. calm down, baby. Okay. He's puffed just... up as fuck. Oh, hello. Sorry, my cat is enormous and quite furious about something. Was it the football, darling? How big is oh, enormous? Is the cat is the cat hung over too? Uh, I think he's he's livid. He's very he's very toxic masculinity, my cat, and he's uh, oh, very upset about the football and was rather racist about it. I've got to say. Ooh. Um, oh, that's a shame. <laughs> <he's> a, <yeah. laughs> it's he's, not he, the way to enjoy it. It's no, not about that. No, it's about no. the team building, Booty. You've misunderstood again. Sorry, sorry, my cat. Sorry, he's massive and he's just showered me with water and um, and and hair. So sorry about he's, that. He's I know you don't edit this, so I can't. So I just cut that out. But my cat just came in and shattered it. No. <laughs> That's why you might be able to hear him in the background being cross. Classic hooligan. Yeah. Oh, he's uh, so it's 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 so. it's raining there, so you guys are obviously aren't experiencing um, any of the heat wave that we are. I'm guessing. No, please tell me rain? everything. Talk slowly. Oh, I just linked uh, to an article. Uh, this is 18 days old, and I'm sure records have been broken since. But this was sent in by um, Andrew Miller. Uh, the Arctic Circle already recorded 118 degree Fahrenheit days. Uh, this is, again, as of late June. Uh, the same day last year, air temperatures in the area blazed past 100 for the first time in recorded history, and now 118 in the Arctic Circle. Uh, so on the summer solstice, June 20th, two European Union satellites recorded a scorching temperature of 118 on the ground in Arctic Siberia which isn't quite a new heat record as opposed to the EU's Copernicus satellite website noted this egg boiling temperature was detected only on the ground in Siberia's Saka Republic while the region's air temperature. Um, oh wait, the temperature people would actually feel walking around was a toasty 86. Okay, wait. So that's, what's the difference again? It's ground versus air. Uh, however, it's still an anomalously high temperature for the Arctic circle and one that could exacerbate the region's melting permafrost, which is the only thing preventing ancient caches of greenhouse gases from re-entering Earth's atmosphere. This is also how the uh, the thing works in Total Recall, right? You put your three-fingered hand on the thing, and then there's oxygen on Mars, right? I believe. Uh, yeah, I think that's yeah, – this is about how it works. Yeah, so yeah. I think I think this this article is pointing to two different movie futures, uh, a little bit Total Recall, a little bit Waterworld. Seems like we mm. maybe have uh, one of each coming. Yeah. <laughs> We can simultaneously have three breasts and drink our own pee. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dreams. That's the dream, right? Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Um, Fingers crossed. Right, right. Right. So the EU's Copernicus Sentinel 3A and 3B satellites recorded the high temperatures in the midst of an ongoing heat wave over much of Siberia. Uh, The heat spike is unfortunately a predictable start to summer following a spring that saw hundreds of wildfires scorching the Siberian countryside and blacking out major cities with blankets of smoke. Um, many of these spring fires were zombie fires, so named because they're thought to be the rekindled remains of wildfires that ignited the previous summer and were never oh, fully extinguished. That is less sexy than the phrase zombie fires. Yeah. The zombie How do you actually kill a zombie fire? Yeah, like last week you were talking about Dragon Man, uh, and this, this is a similar thing. <laughs> it's just zombie Russia is the city where these are taking place. Yeah. Zombie right. fires. <laughs> 
Someone was listening to the cranberries when it was discovered. <laughs> Someone was drinking quite a sweet rum-based cocktail while being oh, on yeah. fire. Yeah. This is interesting, though. Yeah, the zombie fire <laughs> smoldered for months under white ice and snow, oh, wow. fed by the carbon-rich peat below the surface. I didn't know that could happen. Oh, actually, that is quite interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then the spring melt arrives, the old fires blazed anew. Jesus Christ. As, as you were, zombies. So, yes, keep, keep... Yeah, I mean, even though they're not actually zombies on fire coming out of there... Um, this is the second best slash worst thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, we're heading for some, we're heading for some extremes. I mean, I, I, I guess luckily, if I'm already out here where it's always pretty extreme, like 105 and 115, is not a, not a huge functional Jeez, difference in your Christ. in your day, but um, 10 degrees elsewhere yeah. makes a much bigger difference. You'll just have to like cut off your cutoffs a little bit more. Right. <laughs> just maybe take an inch. Maybe take an inch off the cutoffs. <laughs> I've already got three inches of pocket sticking out the bottom. Is that too much? Yeah, it's not enough. It's not enough. More pocket. Okay, more pocket. <laughs> Pocket's what I call my balls. That's yeah. Like, no, I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, listeners, for that visual. Um, yeah. How, Hang on, how... Do you want either side? Because that's impressive. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta pick a side for both. I think just too non-committal otherwise. Well, that seam going right up the middle, yeah. No, no. That's all, uh, I, it... all I'm picturing now of you walking up. <laughs> yeah, you can picture that if you want. I'll be yeah, sure. the pap- Pappy's open mic tonight. <laughs> well, just uh, showing the old eyeful. pockets. Yeah. Yeah. And let's hope, let's hope your uh, rap battle opponent has nothing they can pick on. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible. Hey, it's well. impossible to insult this man. <laughs> yeah. it's, like self, it's a cell phone, so they can't even, it's, like it's too obvious, so now I win because they can't point out the thing that everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, that's... That's pro- like, I mean, that's pretty much like that is the plot of Eight Mile. It, right. You just it's, you just go you up and you just yourself, get then... get your nuts out, point at them, and go like, "You've got nothing left." Yeah. Yeah. It's also the plot of Roxanne, I believe, with the dart thing, right? And he has to do twenty nose jokes about himself. Oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. You do that, but with your nuts. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm looking up. Yeah, uh, I've got happened. my nuts out, but your shit. <laughs> There you go. But your, but your mum's spaghetti is, is rubbish. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's right. I said it. <laughs> so I'm looking up other heat things. That you I know what else is balls? I... Your mum's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andy, how, how, how is your mom's spaghetti? It's, it's, yeah. it's passable. I think it's just ragu. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Someone should sack the cook of this spaghetti from wow. cooking spaghetti in future. Yeah. Also, this is my balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, yes. Uh, science! So speaking of... <laughs> Global warming! We're all... <laughs> yes. Well, uh, Death Valley got up to 130 on Saturday, and Jesus. I think the all-time record on Earth is only 135, which is also Death Valley. Let me see if that's true. All-time heat record. Nope, that's hat record, and that's, uh, <laughs> that's not typed correctly. Oh, now I want to see that. <laughs> 134. Okay, so on Saturday, it was we were only four degrees shy of the hottest temperature ever on the planet. For, for metric people, that is over 54 Celsius. Jeez. Not that's, good. It's uh, ridiculous, good. yeah. yeah. Um, on that ridiculous note as well, we should we should start to wrap things up. 
Whoa, and, and by nice. things up, I mean Andy's balls. You've <laughs> <laughs> been out the whole time. In a rap oh. battle. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Who's going to wrap up these balls? Oh, I'll wrap up them good. Thank <laughs> you for a good wrapping. <laughs> we did it, Joe. I'll wrap your balls here. We oh, did it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, bye, Bubble. It comes out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, George, George and Sarah. Where, yeah, before we tell them where you can, they, we can find you. Where can we find your book? Because you've put a lot of work into it, and it's great. Uh, uh, you can find it. You can find it wherever you, wherever you, wherever you choose to get your books from. Uh, you can please support your local uh, independent bookshops. They've had a tough time recently, but we will also not judge you if you uh, go to an online place. Um, if uh, no, we, we there's no pre-order fun things anymore, is there? Um, yeah, the, uh, the the pre-ordering uh, window has closed. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you snoozed you, and you, you lost. You snoozed, snoozed you lost. Yeah. <laughs> but now uh, you but can just not straight up order feel, it. But that's the that yeah. Listen, you're not in it for the bonuses. You're in it for the for the for the jokes, for the adventure, mm-hmm. for the action. Um, if you if you like science and sci-fi, it's a, it's a great sci-fi read. Um, it's uh, about a, 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 I think a, a Tony, a Tony Cliff described it as. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I copied and pasted it, and I I didn't cut it. Sorry, I, I can't go back. Say other things, Jordan. Yeah, no, he has. <laughs> I wrote down a really good like pull <laughs> quote on exactly what the graphic novel was, and I thought I'd posted it to myself, and I have not. Um, yeah. yeah. So so yeah, it's a yeah, listen, it's a sci-fi comedy. It's a really funny comic, read it. It's for it's for it's got a lot of swears. It's yeah. for grown-ups. Don't buy it for a kid, but if you but uh, if you if you like comics, you'll like it. If you don't read comics, maybe a good place to start. It's a self-contained story, so you don't need any more uh info to 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 get the whole experience. And uh yeah, like Sarah said, um you can get it anywhere you get a book, but um maybe check out your local indie bookstore or comic book store and yeah. they'll order it up for you i found the way that that tony described it which is that it's sweet heartfelt and very very violent there you go a lovely way of describing it it's about a group of friends uh who have uh in their 20s trying to do gig economy jobs and it just so happens that those gig economy jobs are uh, slaying monsters via a uh, lift style app and the the podcast is hilarious i haven't read the graphic novel but i I flipped to a random page and there's already a great joke right in front of me where a monster is complaining about vocal fry and podcasts so (laughs) oh there's a lot of podcast jokes there you go yes there's some podcast humor in it come for the monster slaying stay for the uh many jokes about podcasts i can't wait i'm literally gonna go and buy it we'll put a link yeah we'll 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 link to that as well in the show notes um Mm -hmm. and but yeah buy it from your anywhere local bookshop or book buying place of choice you can find us at probably science probably science.com individually at andy t wood at matt kershon you can find sarah and jordan what are your twitter handles uh, at sarah l morgan on twitter and at sl morgo on instagram uh, i'm at jordan underscore morris and jordan david morris on instagram Ooh, i didn't know that so thank you very much for joining us Thanks, oh, listeners, for joining us. Thank you guys so much. I yeah, this you. is a blast. Thank yeah. you, guys. Hey, let's And play. go and buy Bubble. Yeah, please buy Bubble. And let's play what? Are we gonna say, I was going to say, uh, let's play Quiplash. One more second. Quick, let's play Quiplash again soon. Oh, yeah, Quiplash let's soon. play a Quiplash like it was fucking <laughs> November of last year. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason we can't, even though you can go out. Yeah. 
that might be a fun thing. I should say this off the air, but maybe sometime do that as a thing for a bonus. I don't know. Would that be a thing listeners want? Actually, I'm leaving this in. Listeners, if you'd want to watch or listen to us play Quiplash sometime, <laughs> yeah. hit us up. Oh, yeah. I'm, I don't know. I think it's funny. I laugh harder at that than anything I see on TV when we play. So, oh, uh, man. It kept me yeah. sane during lockdown playing uh, Quiplash with my comedy writer friends and doing our job that we weren't able to do, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. Listeners, right, hit us listeners. up if that sounds yeah. like something you want. And Sarah, Jordan, thank you. Thank yes, you. Yes. Bye. Bye.